back to the Middle Leadership Podcast, where we are uh, going to the next uh, um, passage in Luke, which is um, Luke four one through thirteen. We skipped the genea- uh, the the genealogy of Jesus. Um, you guys didn't care about the Torah son of Nahor in verse thirty three. I mean, you get to say Nahor in church. Yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to say. Nahor, which is different than Lahor, which is Spanish. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> we're shifting gears to, to 4, 1 through 13 this week. And um, we're going we're gonna to ask the, the first level question is, what is the most difficult situation you've been led into? And we get to ask this and, and see where, you know, where they're coming from on this. And it's kind of a interesting question and see what they have to say. Uh, from there, we're going to look into, um, I'm going to read verse uh, 3, uh, one th- or three to 12, and um, we're going to read through this whole passage of the story of uh, the temptation of Jesus. Yeah, the language on the led into is, uh, is sneakily important because uh, in chapter 4, verse 1, um, Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness, and it was straight into temptation. So that's why the setup uh, is is kind of ambiguous initially, but we're hoping that students will uh, make an easy connection with uh, leading into a difficult situation. Uh, so anyway, just heads up on that one. The lead is an important trigger word. Absolutely. Uh, and so I'll read and storytell a lot of uh, that passage, and, and um, I'll have a, a personal story in there as well. And then uh, as we go into level two, I'm going to ask you guys uh, to be prepared. Uh, so looking through verses three through 12, there are three temptations that Satan gives Jesus. I want you guys to help them, and I want the students to identify what each question represents and how Jesus answers or responds. Yeah, these are good. These are kind of like your classics. Um, And so this is something, uh, it's literally verse three. It's uh, literally verse six and then uh, literally verse nine uh, are the the questions of, of Satan to Jesus. And then the the highlight there is the response. Um, I love that Satan uses scripture in order to test. Obviously, he takes it out of context. Obviously, he is attempting to manipulate Jesus by using God's own words. And so the demeanor and the tenor of Jesus's response in using scripture is the thing that we're going to look at. Yes. Uh, so that from there, uh, we have three teaching points. And um, we're, again, the whole part of the series, the whole point of looking into Luke and following Jesus is to talk about uh, the good work that he did. And, you know, uh, we're going to talk about how good the ultimate good work Jesus came to do was to save the world of its sin at the cross. Yeah, this is one of my favorite teaching points in all of uh, my commentary work in preaching for the college crew. Uh, this thing has stuck out. Uh, I'm pretty sure we, 
I learned this maybe five or six years ago in when I was teaching through the book of Mark, and then it got reiterated as we taught through the book of John. The the language of why did Jesus not give in to Satan's uh, words was it was encapsulated way back at one of the Easter sermons that I was preparing for. And it said that the temptation in the desert was an opportunity for Jesus to bypass the cross. And so this is the kickoff of Jesus' ministry. He just got baptized. And at the outset of his ministry, he could have gained the power that he ultimately was given from God through his work at the cross by bypassing the cross and receive that power from Satan. And he chose not to. It just, it's a really cool why. Yeah. The temptation and Jesus saying no is so much deeper than, no, he wasn't hungry or no, he did have power or he saw the kingdom was going to be his because he came from heaven. All, all those are, are good answers, but Jesus did not bypass the cross. And this saying yes to any one of these uh, invitations from Satan would have led him around the pain of becoming sin. Yeah. And so from there, we're going to uh, kind of look at how the, the devil does his best to break that invitation for redemption from Jesus's hand. So Jesus is, uh, did the work on the cross and is going, you know, he's didn't lose sight of that good work in these temptations. Uh, but the devil is trying to rip that from his hands. And we're going to look at how the devil prowls around like a lion. And, um, and it tells us that the devil uh, left Jesus until an opportune time. That's a prowl word. If I've ever mm -hmm. heard it, I mean, it literally means that I'm going to leave and then I'm going to wait until you're weak and come again. Absolutely. And, you know, a really weird and funny uh, way to look at this is, you know, I have two dogs and one of them is, is, is the pouncer, right? Like she, she, Bella waits for Ollie to come around the corner or uh, to come in the door and just pounces him. And, you know, it's really cute with them. But when we have this lion vision of how it, the, it pounces its prey and prowls around, like you get this image of just, man, the devil is hungry and hungry for destruction. Yeah. So there's got to be a way to respond. And that's our level three teaching point. We have to be able to fight uh, off Satan and the attacks, uh, the temptations that come in our life. And so we want to emulate Christ, uh, but ultimately we want to know the forgiveness and freedom we have in Christ because of the cross. And so we're going to ask students to make sure they capitalize on that big idea and then also be an active participant by knowing scripture. Yeah, so we know that's how Jesus fought scripture, we, or fought the temptation. Over and over again, the devil told him half-truths, and Jesus knew the full truth. And, and we want to arm students with knowing the full truth by them reading the Bible and, and being a part of um, knowing what Jesus has to say, what the Old Testament has to say, and just what is the 
the full truth. That's a huge philosophy that we are continually building here in the middle. Um, we're continually asking you as leaders to uh, to emulate um, in front of your kids this work of Jesus that you answer your students, not with your own wisdom, but you answer them from scripture and uh, that you're consistently pointing them back uh, to the Bible to find their why and their answer. Yeah, absolutely. And so the, the hope is that we can, we can kind of get to a point of saying, what are the temptations that you fight? What are the temptations that you face? And, and we are going to find some scripture as ammunition to fight it. Locked and loaded, baby. Locked and loaded. Uh, so this will be a, a really... Um, hopefully impactful lesson, uh, not only that um, gives them a starting point, but that shapes who they're becoming as, as they go into the next stage of life. Cool. I love it. Uh, let me pray. And uh, yeah, Lord, uh, thank you so much for the opportunity we have every week to come and, and to look at what you have done and the good works that you, that Jesus has done for us. And Lord, I uh, just thank you for letting us to be a part of, of those good works and let us put uh, the cross on our back and submit our lives to you and to know the good work that you have for us. Mm. Amen. See you guys Sunday. Woo. Woo, woo.